Welcome one, welcome all. Glad to have you. Bill Michael Show, we are broadcasting live here at uh, Turtleback Golf Course. We're in beautiful Rice Lake, Wisconsin. Um, Rick says, is Larry the Cable Guy coming up? I was told originally he is. Now, I have not seen his name on the list. I hope he's going to be here. I don't know if he's making the surprise appearance or not. We shall see. But I don't know. Rick, uh, I I love it. Larry had sent me a note. Oh, God, it had to be a couple of months ago. And we were going back and forth. And uh, and I just said, hey, good to talk to you, something like that. And he said, hey, I'll see you in a few months. And so I, my assumption was he was coming. So I my assumption was that 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 Larry's going to be here. So I I don't know. That's a great question. Is Larry going to be here? So we'll see. We'll find out tomorrow. Find out tomorrow. Uh 877-867-1670. If you want to find us uh here at Rice Lake, please uh please stop by. Otherwise, you can always track us down over on Twitter. You can track us down on Facebook, many different facets. Again, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Um, the, uh, going back to talking about Christian Yelich, um, if Christian Yelich becomes a permanent leadoff hitter, okay, doesn't give you the power, but gives you a, a, as a permanent leadoff hitter and hits for average, uh, better on base percentage, but the power numbers aren't there. Is that still a success for Christian Yelich and for the Brewers? You... Eh. I, I would say yes because a bird in the hand. But for what you're paying him and what he was billed to be when you gave him the contract, it still isn't – it's still not living up to the, the – the numbers would be good, yeah. You know, when you take the numbers, just just stand alone, yeah, the numbers would be good. The fact that he's boosted his average over the last seven games, almost 40 points, is fantastic. So, yes. But if you make him just a leadoff hitter, his on-base percentage goes up, batting average goes up, but the power numbers are down, the, the runs batted in are down, is that somewhat of a failure? I, that's, man... That's such a t- tough answer. I mean, me personally, I'd say, yeah, that that's a failure because you were paying the guy for what he put up. He was batting over 300. He was, you know, giving you 25 to 40 home runs a year, giving you close to 100 RBI, having MVP seasons. Then if he, if, if he stays permanently in this role but gives you, say, I don't know, 280 batting average, 10 home runs on the season – only drives in 50, but, you know, ends up scoring more runs. Is, is that a success? I mean, given the context and the grand scheme of where we've been at, really, the last three years, I would say, yeah, because it helps the team win. 
Like I was looking at it last year going into the playoffs and obviously they didn't move him, but his on base was good. It was on par with some of his seasons in his career. The power was just way down. So I was thinking they should either move him down or put him at leadoff because he has been getting on base. And as someone noted, he is a good base runner. So it would help the team. I would call it a success because before when he was at the three spot, he was pretty much useless there. Like there's no power coming from the bat. So with the contract, obviously, I think it's already uh, been proven as pretty much a failure. But with what this team needs now, I'd call it a success. I, it's hard for me to extract what I know. If I look at it on its face, yeah, it's a success. You know, it's a team game. You got you to gotta get a guy on to score. You got to get a guy on to drive him in. Instead of instead of the, being the guy driving in the runs, he's the guy setting the table. Okay, yes. In my head, I say yes. In my in my wallet, if I'm Mark Atanasio, I'm like this guy's coming off of an MVP season, coming off of the kneecap. He had power. He pretty much anything you threw anywhere near the plate, he was hitting. Whether it was to the gap or the opposite direction or down the line, whatever it happened to be, he was pulling it all over the park. He was hitting for power. He was a he was a threat. You hit you you know anybody that you put near him was a benefactor because he was such a power in the lineup. That's what I paid him for. And now I'm going back on. Eh, now he's a now he's a slap hitter and he's getting on base and you know I, it's hard for me to extract that 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 predetermined information out of that. But I agree with you. I agree with you. It would be. It would be, you know, the bird in the hand of what you're getting, and the numbers would then prove out the contract. And, you know, for the most part, yeah, it, it wouldn't be a terrible thing. But I just, I, I still, it's hard for me to let go of what he's done in the past. And sometimes you got to let go of the past. You got to just say, okay, let's move forward and let's get what we can. And maybe that's, maybe, maybe that's, you know, maybe that's something to to hang on to. I guess. I do also think something can be said for. Him hitting leadoff, I think, has freed him up a little bit and will continue to free him up because him knowing that singles are, you know, acceptable, he doesn't need to give the power. I think that does help him as a player produce better. Will he then, though, make people better in the lineup? No doubt. I mean, Colton Wong has been struggling this year, but when, when he was at the top, especially through the beginning of the season, even when the team was winning, his presence up there not really doing anything was hurting the rest of the guys. So I think, yeah, yeah. no doubt it helps the other guys. 877-867-1670. Your thoughts. Your thoughts. If Christian Yelich stays in the L1 hole and hits for average, hits for an OPS, but does not give you the power numbers nor the RBIs that he was expected to give you, do you consider that a, a success? 877-867-1670, You can find us via Twitter as well, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. And you can also track us down on the Facebook fan page. You can email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. That's thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Interesting. Bill, I also think you look at like Adamas hitting second. In the past, they could pitch around him. If they know there's a guy on second, two outs, pitch around Adamas a bit and then get to Yelich in a way. With Yelich not hitting their three and more production and more power coming there, then that will get, you know, Adamas seeing better pitches, other dudes in the middle yeah. seeing better pitches constantly. Uh, by the way, just got a text message. Lynn Dickey's on his way over. So Lynn's going to try to swing by him and Paul Kaufman, which. 
they're either coming over to the golf course to play golf once the rain subsides, or uh, they're going to pants me when I go to uh, when I go to the bathroom during a commercial break. One of the two. Just that kind of way. <laughs> but he said they'll swing by. So uh, who knows? I, I we'll see if we can't get one or both uh, on the program at some point. Good stuff. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Rick says, "Yeah, it's a team game, and if he can fill the role that he's doing, then he's doing his job." Uh, that's over on the Bud Light live stream. This one's from Rapina, who a Rapino, I should say. Pardon me, Rapino, who says, uh, "Absolutely, if he's giving you average, it's better than what he was giving you when he was sitting in the three hole." Uh, Nardish says, "Yes, Yelich would then at least be contributing." A lot of the guys on this team are not. Allen says, hell yes, if he can give you some numbers and start getting back to what he once was, maybe he can work his way back into the three-hole and start giving you power numbers eventually. Uh, Crypto Murph says he would then become a more dangerous leadoff hitter because he does have the ability to hit for power. So um, there you go. I mean, you know, look, I, I don't, I don't want to disagree. I just, you know, I look at it and – Say, I, I know what you were paying him for, and that's not it. But I guess, uh, again, going back to the old bird in the hand comment, you know, it is what it is. Um, Eric says, when do you think Lorenzo Cain calls it a career? Oh, I think after this year. I think after this year, Eric. I think he's probably going to pack it in after this season. I mean, he's just struggling, and it has for a while. And he has talked about it um, time and again. You know, about uh, the end of his career coming, you know, closer sooner rather than later. Um, You know, I know that, uh, you know, he had talked about playing 10 years in the big leagues. So, you know, it's it's about time. And uh, going back at the age of 36, the final season of that five-year $80 million contract, uh, you know, he's got plenty of money. He's never going to have to worry about that. And he understands that it's... This is it. This is pretty much it for Lorenzo Cain, I would assume. So, um, This is from uh, Rick says, Dickie to Kaufman. Yes, Lynn Dickie to Paul Kaufman. That was a hell of a combination, wasn't it? Had they just had a defense that could support the offense, the passing ability, and the offensive line was not great by any stretch. Lynn Dickie was such an underrated quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. He could just throw the ball, you know. He could just throw the ball. He could just lay it in there. He had such a just a, a beautiful arm. Uh, but unfortunately, the knees went because of the beatings that he took. And that team just didn't have a defense that could sustain for a long period of time. Every now and then, they'd kind of put it together, and you'd, you'd see something promising, and then it just, you know, injuries and, and the defense and such, and it just kind of fell apart. And, you know, obviously, Bart trying to be uh, the leader of that team at the time as the head coach and just uh, never – you know, never matriculated, so it's unfortunate. But he will, he will stay. I mean, you know, if you start to look at the quarterbacks, um, you know, the greatest quarterback, you know, I think revered of all time with the Packers is is starts with Bart Starr. Uh, I think you'd probably have to say the best quarterback after that would be Aaron Rodgers, then Brett Favre, and you could make an argument for Magic, but you'd probably have to go with Lynn Dickey and the way he was able to throw the ball, and then Magic after that. Uh, and then after that, I have no idea. You just, you know, what, Seneca Wallace? <laughs> Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson, yeah. Doug Peterson, just because he was Brett's backup. Doug Peterson was such a great guy to talk to. I, I loved when he was in the uh, 
was he was when he was in the uh, locker room. God, he was just because not only did Doug give you the breakdown as to what was going on, but then he would give you kind of what Brett was doing to either counteract what an upcoming defense was going to do or, you know, kind of what he did in the last game. And he looked at it from the analyst point of view, which was really cool, so he would give you that. But yet he could do it without getting into trouble because, you know, people didn't listen to the back of quarterback. Come on, you know. Yeah, he can say what he wants, that type of thing. But yet he was Brett's buddy, so he'd give you every now and then the uh, wink and a nod into the inside of Brett Favre. So it was just it was really cool when uh, Doug Peterson was in that locker room to sit down and talk with him. And like I said, he was also Brett's hunting buddy, so that always had some good stories to share. He'd always say, is your mic off? Yeah. Okay, well, this is what we did. And then he'd tell us some story about going to the woods and, you know, finding a buck or a deer or something like that, kind of going from there. Um, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free again. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break, come back. We were broadcasting live at a, uh, well, they're getting back out on the golf course now. The rain, still raining. But it's not pouring the way it was just a couple of minutes ago. But uh, at least the skies are starting to get lighter. It's uh, at Rice Lake, and it's a Turtleback Golf Course. Beautiful place. And uh, tomorrow is the 2022 Rice Lake Celebrity Charity Golf Classic. So if you're in the area, great opportunity to come by and shake a few hands and see a few people. But uh, just a fun place and a beautiful golf course, a hidden gem in the state of Wisconsin. I've been telling people that for years, and everybody that's come here to play it has gone, yep, you're right, didn't know this uh, quality of course was in a little town called Rice Lake, but it is. So stop by and get a chance to play it by all means. Play it. Uh, This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at New Mail Medical. One phone number, numerous locations, anywhere, call them, 414-455-4451, even if you're out in Vegas or something. You're hearing the show, and you're like, you know what? I'll give them a call. Call them, and they'll hook you up with the nearest one to you. 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451, whether it's erectile dysfunction or you've got uh, low T if you're kind of feeling sluggish and moody and down and, you know, whatever, or if you have uh, a, a gut and you're looking at yourself going, holy mackerel, I'm smuggling inner tubes into the public pool. This is ridiculous. Maybe you need to lose a little weight. And if you want to take it off, again, they can help you. 414-455-4451. That's the New Mail Medical Center. Give them a shout. More of the Bill Michael Show live at Turtleback right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. can't do this on site here without our great friends at link ford uh in uh in rice lake here link ford and rv they're a great place and they're committed to delivering the best prices finest vehicles and top-notch customer service they've got an award-winning team at link ford right here in rice lake and uh god love them they're great people i'm going to be there as a matter of fact on friday uh doing the show live they put me kind of like in a front service bay 
I'm not. Some people walk in and go, yeah, I'm here for an oil change, and they'll flip me the keys. Like, okay, what kind of car you got? Oh, that's pretty nice. I'll take that for a spin. Uh, but uh, come on by to Link Ford on Friday. Link Ford and RV Center here in Rice Lake. Uh, they also have the Collision Center as well. In case, God forbid, you're in an accident or one of those pesky deers get in the way. But uh, they have got a terrific new new vehicle inventory, used vehicle inventory, but their service is outstanding, and they're just damn good people. That's our friends at Link Ford and RV here. Uh, 877-867-1670. Our buddy Steve says, so much for not talking about the Brewers when they suck. <laughs> uh, I know. Look, w- what else? What else you got right now, right? It's not like we're we're shaming them into being better. The outcome of not talking about them would be what? For them to go, you know what? The Bill Michael Show quit talking about us because we stink so bad. We better put money into this team or Bill's going to be mad at us for a long period of time. Think about that, Steve. Do you think they're sitting in the offices right now going, holy crap, unit's not caring. We got to do something. I don't think it, I don't think it quite, quite works that way. I don't think David Stearns is tapping his pencil, you know, like tap 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 going. When are they going to talk about us? Tap 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 tap. Just thought I'd throw it out there. Uh eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seven. You want to find us? Do it. Uh, so again, thanks to our friends from uh, from Link Ford. There you go. Um, this is uh, Mark who says, I am fine with Yelich being in the lead opposition. If he finds his mojo, and then has, as you had mentioned, uh, finds his mojo, then he'll be one of the best leadoff hitters in all of baseball. Let's only hope. You are correct. I That, I, that logic, I living on hope, I cannot argue with that logic. 100%. If indeed it happens. If it doesn't, then it's just, I mean, what do you got to lose, right? Nothing. You got nothing to lose. Because let's be honest, I mean, Colton Wong wasn't really hitting the hell out of the baseball at the leadoff position. Nobody else was either. So it is what it is. You know, as long as you're getting on base, you're setting the table, and guys behind you are trying to do something, doing something with runners in scoring position, go for it. You know, again, uh, it's just a different way of earning the money, I guess. I, I shouldn't look at it as the, the power numbers that they were paying for. I should look at it as the overall productivity. And does he make players in the lineup better? Does he put pressure on pitchers? Because that's the other side of this. Tom, who says, we want you back in Milwaukee live. What do we need to do? Tom, uh, get a hold of him at the Big 920. They're one of our fine affiliates there. The Big 920 in Milwaukee. Uh, Tom also says, uh, if he puts pressure on pitchers, does that not help the ball club? Yes. If you are getting on base at the top of the lineup and you are causing uh, pitchers to throw from the stretch, to worry about you, your ability to steal a base, your ability to go from first to third, on an extra base hit, go from first to home, yes, you are correct. I should not poo-poo that ability. I do because of the power numbers. I want the power numbers back. But, Tom, ultimately, Yes. You are correct. I cannot argue with that logic. I will uh, I will tip my cap to you. Uh, Turtleback might be a haul from the southern part of the state, but it's uh, all a four-lane highway. By the way, Bloomer Cafe is a must-stop if you love pie. 
breakfast there is to die for. The Bloomer Cafe. Uh, I, You know what? I get here to the golf course at about 7 in the morning. So I don't know what time the Bloomer Cafe opens, but I will certainly try to make it a point to get there. Maybe, if because I'm going to get out of here right away today. There's really nothing going on at the golf course other than just people playing golf. Uh, so today when I get off the air, maybe I'll zip over to the Bloomer Cafe. It's not far from here, I don't think. But I will try. There's also uh, Norski's, if I'm not mistaken. Norski's is over there on the uh, the main drag, the first Rice Lake exit. And they've got good pie, too. But uh, the Bloomer Cafe, I will have to ma- make it a shot to get it. You're right. It's not bad. I think, uh, Rick, from from my house in uh, just uh, west of Milwaukee, in Waukesha, I think it maybe was four hours, you know, with a stop. You know, I stopped at uh, Quick Trip. Uh, fill up with gas and grab a couple of things. It wasn't bad. Talked to a few friends, did a few business calls, listened to the radio, uh, listened to the Brewers game. wasn't bad at all. I enjoyed it. And and you're right, traffic-wise, it's not bad. I mean, I think the heaviest traffic you get is when you come out of Madison, you're near the Dells, and uh, then once you get to Eau Claire, but that's it. Not a bad haul at all. And a beautiful place up here. 100% correct. Uh, Corey says... My Brewers are going to be okay. People need to quit overreacting. If you if you want David Stearns to make a move, make a move at the trade deadline. Don't make a move every time some player goes down and some guy doesn't get a hit. Otherwise, you would be trading away all the talent by the end of season, and we would have a farm system of you and me. That is from Corey. Corey, I understand. A little dramatic, but I understand. It would be you and me and probably Ben. But Ben's knees can't get behind the plate anymore, so he would probably be either a DH or uh, he'd be our first baseman. Bullpen catcher. Bullpen catcher. There you go. Because then you can kind of sit down. You can find one of those little rolling chairs like uh, mechanics have. Sit in one of those. Oh, that was my life goal when I was nine. I wanted to be the Phillies (laughs) bullpen catcher. That's not a bad way to go. Uh, I'll do that. The Phillies bullpen catch. You can make a living doing that too. Yeah. You know, you still get you still get paid the stipend on the road. You just pocket the stipend, just hang on to it. Don't go anywhere with it. It's impossible to be disliked. Yeah, right? Yeah, you don't do anything wrong. You're just warming up guys. You know, yeah, if you can be the bullpen catcher and never have to worry about the fans chewing you out, get that gig. You know, you make a make a little bit of money. Still play some baseball, still hang with the team, you know, all that kind of stuff. Plus, when there's yeah. a brawl, you could still run in from the dugout or from right? the bullpen. And you're already wearing the knee pads. Oh, you look so much cooler. You do. You're already wearing the knee pads anyway, the shin guards. You got that. No doubt. 877-867-1670. Um... Jeffrey says, the way things are going, we might be sellers at the trade deadline. No. Jeffrey, come on. That ye of little faith. Ye of little faith. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't foresee that happening. Just just say it, throwing it out there. I don't foresee that happening. Uh coming up, we're gonna have Gary D'Amato is going to be joining us, and uh, we'll talk with him about this U.S. Open and all the controversy that is the Live Tour and the PGA Tour beginning to clash. 
Uh, and real quick, this is from Andrew who says, who you got in the College World Series? Uh, we're down to four teams now, right? Oklahoma, Texas, Notre, Notre Dame got in. How about that? Didn't see that one coming. Uh, and then Texas. So uh, who do I have? Most of the time, Texas is such a good baseball program. I'd probably go with Texas. Texas A&M obviously ranked higher. Notre Dame somewhat of a dark horse. Oklahoma's still solid, don't get me wrong. But I'm going to go with Texas. I think they're down to eight. Are they down to eight? From what I see, Texas, Stanford, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Notre Dame, Auburn, A&M, and Oklahoma. Okay. Gotcha. There you go. Okay. Then I I am completely completely off my rocker. So I'm still going with Texas. I know that uh, doesn't make people happy, but I'm going to go with Texas. Yeah, you got Arkansas and Stanford. Don't they play on, is it Friday or Saturday? Saturday. Uh, And then Old Miss and Auburn. So there you go, down to eight. I'm still going with Texas. Stanford's really good, but I'm still going with Texas. There you go. Uh, Let's do this. Gary D'Amato, the Journal Sentinel, or not the Journal Sentinel, of uh, Golf Wisconsin, going to be joining us coming up next. A long time with the Journal Sentinel as the golf writer. And uh, talking some U.S. Open, talking some Live Tour, all of that coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. for the 2022 Rice Lake Celebrity Golf Classic, the Charity Classic, here every year. It's back. Last year was back. We had a great time. This year it's back and better than ever, and uh, it's it's great to be here. And tomorrow everything gets underway. And I had mentioned many celebrities, many stars going to be here tomorrow, including a lot of former Packers, former Vikings, former Brewers and such, some media members uh, all going to be here. So uh, a great cause, a lot of fun. And I can't wait for this thing to get underway. Uh, speaking of golf, though, our buddy uh, Gary D'Amato uh, is joining us from Wisconsin.Golf. And you can find him at Gary D'Amato Golf over on Twitter, joining us uh, on the hotline. Gary, how you doing, pal? I'm doing great, Bill. How are you? We're doing well. Uh, the sniping is hitting an all-time high. The rhetoric is hitting. I thought the battle between DeChambeau and Kepka was large. Uh, this is the sniping now is, man, this is epic. Uh, at least it gives us something to talk and write about in the world of golf. But uh, give me your thoughts on all of this, including the live tour and the sniping back and forth and guys that have left and all that kind of stuff. Man, you just, uh, you just on about a hundred stories there. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, golf was chugging along pretty, uh, pretty nice there. And then the live came along and threw a wedge into the PGA Tour with the guys who went to the new Live Tour. You know, they call it a tour. It's really not a tour, Bill. It's a series of exhibitions. No cuts, 54 holes, appearance money. Um, you know, the guy who finished got $120,000 last week, and I think he shot a 84 and a couple 75. I mean, there are college kids who can play better than that. So I call it an exhibition series. They're calling it a tour, whatever. 
Um, but yeah, everyone's got an opinion, and uh, it's, uh, it's just crazy what's going on in the world of golf right now. Never saw this coming a year ago. Yeah, I uh, Brandon Brandel Chambly, the Golf Channel analyst. Uh, some strong words. He said that Greg Norman and Phil Mickelson should be kicked out of the Hall of Fame because they're dishonoring the game that they have profited from and that has made them famous. So I, I agree with you. It's it's kind of been the looked at as an exhibition tour at best. But does it gain credibility, or do we see this thing in a couple of years fall apart and then these guys have to come back with their tail between their legs trying to figure out how to make more money on the PGA Tour? You know, I think it's around. It's going to be around for for a long time. I parties have a, a almost bottomless well of money to throw at these guys. You know, one point here, Bill. If the Saudis were so interested in being progressive, they would fund a women's tour or a, the LPGA tour and raise the purses on that tour. But that's another subject. But right. you know, there, I I think that Live Tour is going to continue to siphon players because if you're struggling on the PGA tour. You're 120th on the money list, and you see Charles Schwartz will win 4.75 in one week. You're going, man, I need to get me some of that money, you know? And people can say all they want about it's blood money and it's a bad regime and the atrocities and Khashoggi and the murder, all that stuff, and it's all true. But what I tell people is someone who's going to dangle $100 million in front of you, honestly, what would you do? It's, it's not as... It's hard to stand on your morals and your principles, I think, when that much money is being thrown at you. And as I think Ricky Fowler said, everyone has their price, and I think we're seeing that. Yeah, uh, no doubt. Um, So let's talk about the U.S. Open side of things for a minute. Obviously, uh, the guys can come back and play in the majors. They're sniping back and forth. Rory McIlroy wanted to win the Royal Canadian Open last week to kind of stick it to him. It's uh, the one thing, if anything, it has brought a lot of eyes and intrigue to the world of golf, specifically for this U.S. Open tournament, has it not? Oh, no question. I mean, people who don't unwit about golf are at least kind of curious and watching and, and wondering what's going on. So, yeah, it has definitely elevated interest in golf. Um, and, yeah, you're right. Rory went this week. Was a, that leaderboard last week at the RBC Canadian Open was huge for the PGA Tour. All of the big names are a lot of them who are, you know, out, so outspoken against Liv were on that leaderboard with maybe the leader in the clubhouse um, for anti-Liv. Rory McIlroy winning the tournament. So, yeah, uh, you know, people are paying attention to what's going on here. So give me your thoughts. Who's uh, kind of the favorite uh, coming up this week, beginning tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, there sure are a, a bunch of big names that are hot right now. Scheffler, one of Masters, Rory McIlroy is coming off a victory. Justin Thomas has been, you know, the PGA and has been really close in a couple other tournaments. It's good to see all the big names on top. Um, you know, until recently was having trouble with his putter, but um, at in his last start at Muirfield Village in the Memorial, he he missed only one putt inside of ten feet and he two tries. So, I like Rom. I mean, I think he's going to play very well, but you know, he's going to pass guys like Rory and Justin Thomas too. The uh, who when you talk about this course and the way it says up, guys have to obviously make putts, but this is not. Augusta, this is not this giant undulation up and down through hills. This is a, a little bit better course, right? It's it's really interesting. It's it's only I say only two hundred and some yards. Um, that's a lot of yards for most people, but for these guys, it's but it's par seventy. 
the, it's the really thing, interesting thing about uh, the country club is the, the players face a lot of blind shots. There are six or seven blind shots on the course, and guys on the tour are very uncomfortable when they can't see what their, you know, what it is. So they're going to have to get past that. I'm sure they figured it out somewhat in practice rounds, but I think that's factor all the blind shots that these guys are going to have in the greens and off the tee does phil mickelson do you think play into this at all i mean i know he's just already been irritated he's answered a lot of questions it sounds like he doesn't want to really talk about anything anymore it, it, it seems does, does does he get the army or does he get booed and jeered along the way uh, i i watched a lot of the golf channel and and they talked about that a little bit by and large he's getting jeered with maybe some just scattered boos um, which he never gets, you know. It would be an unbelievably huge story were he to win. Is he going to win? No, he's not going to win the U.S. Open. He's come come close seven times, seven, you know, six runner-up finishes, never won the Open. But can you imagine if he were to go on the tournament this week? It would be an un- it would be the biggest story in golf in years. Do you see these uh, guys that have gone over to the live tournament, do they end up keeping their uh, – because I know they're petitioning, correct me if I'm wrong, Gary, to try to get the World Golf Rankings to be included in the live tour as well. So, I I mean, what happens if, say, Phil Mickelson wins this but goes back and plays the live tour and he's not playing PGA Tour events? What happens with all of that World Golf Ranking stuff? Yeah, we we don't know the answer to that question yet, but – thing i do see is that this is this is going to wind up in the courts this is going to be litigated a high high power attorneys on the tours part and saudi arabia's uh, part the tour isn't going to go down without a fight here i mean the tours the, the very tour as we know it is at stake and you know those guys who were suspended they're going to be drawn into litigation now that's why, that's why some of the guys who went over there resigned bill because then they'll avoid you know being drawn into a battle um, which which no one wants, but I think is coming. If since they resign, do they have the ability then to be reinstated uh, by petitioning, or are they just now that the PGA Tour has said once you turned your back on us, you're done, you're out, you're gone? Do does the PGA Tour because do they have to go back through Q school to get back? I mean, what what happens? Yeah, you know that's another one question I really know answer to, but my hunch is that they would not be accepted back. Unless, you know, they're still playing the Live Tour and they want to come back and play occasional PGA Tour events, that's not going to happen. If the Live Tour, for some reason, in two or three or five years were to go away and those guys wanted back, uh, I think the Tour, in that case, would, would take them back because they wouldn't be playing a competing Tour anymore. But as long as the Live Tour is around and those guys have, have a lot of Live Tour, they're not going to be able to come back and play on the PGA Tour. Some of the guys I like, uh, I think Rory McIlroy is playing on a, with a mission right now and has looked pretty good in the last few weeks. Uh, obviously, Justin Thomas, Scotty Scheffler. Uh, there's uh, a couple of the Jordan Spieth. Tell me about a little bit about Jordan Spieth at this point because he has had some flashes, but he hasn't put, been able to put. He hasn't been able to put it together consistently for a while now. He hasn't, but uh, yeah, but you're right. There have been flashes, and you know, all of a sudden, he's you know 20 yards longer off the tee was five or six years ago when he was winning majors that additional distance is going to help him and he's here too than he has been in recent years his short game is still there um he's gonna again i mean he's gonna win majors again i think he's not quite all the way back to the jordan speed when he was 23 four years old and i don't know if he'll ever be that player but he's not done winning 
and uh, you know this could be the week for him too. Hey, real quick before I let you go, Gary, how much of this do you think then carries over uh, into the the Open Championship, the British Open? How much because of the European coverage of this? How much do you think this becomes contentious over there? Oh, I think going. I think it's it's going to be the same thing at every major, you know, going forward and. You know, the big question is, what's the Masters going to do about, you know, Dustin Johnson and Phil Mickelson, former champions, and Bubba Watson, if he goes over there, are they going to let the former champions come back, be be able to go to the champions dinner? Um, it's going to be really interesting what happens with Augusta, how they handle this. That's, that's yeah, and Augusta's got their own set of standards. That's fantastic. Uh, Gary, great right. stuff as always, yeah. man. I appreciate it, pal. We'll talk soon. All right, Bill. Take care. There you go, Gary D'Amato, uh, Wisconsin uh, golf analyst to wisconsin.golf. That's wisconsin.golf, and you can find him over on Twitter and follow him at Gary D'Amato Golf, at Gary D'Amato Golf. Great, great stuff. That's Ben, what do you think Augusta does? If you had to be a betting man and say, I think Augusta says this about the Live Tour players. Do they allow Mickelson and Johnson and those guys and Bubba, do they allow them back? Or do they say, you can come back for the champion's dinner, but you're not allowed to play? Or do you just say, it's our tournament, screw everybody in the rest of the world, this is what we're going to do? I don't think they let them back. Uh, it I is, don't either. It is a pure invitational in every sense of the word. So they have the power to do it. The crazy part is seven of the last 13 winners are on the live right now. So that's not just one or two guys. Right. That's Phil... DJ, Patrick Reed, Sergio, Bubba, Charles Swartzel. That's pretty much the last 15 to 20 years of Masters winners. But And Sergio threw the match on the bridge as he burned it on the way out the door. No doubt. I mean, Sergio basically said, you suck, F you, talk to you later. I'm going to go play ball over here and get paid. Uh, so, I, yeah, I, man. No, I mean, the Masters made Tiger apologize to them when all that stuff was going on right. years ago. Like, they are so high up on their horse in terms of everything that I, I think at that point, when, uh, when is it, April comes around, that this live thing is a lot more chaotic and a lot more destructive. I think they just say, yeah, you guys are banned. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Brando Chambly, uh, the Golf Channel analyst and the author of The Anatomy of Greatness. Uh, he is the the one that said, uh, you know, these maybe somebody who's in the Golf Hall of Fame should make comments on whether or not they should be removed. Not just the media and the broadcasters, not saying much from a rookie who hasn't done much, uh, but somebody in the Golf Hall of Fame should probably make the movement to say the guys that are uh, in the Golf Hall of Fame, yeah, you're gone. Uh, you you can't you can't be doing this. So I it's ooh good stuff. I love Brandel Shambly. He is fiery. Yeah. yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. I agree with that. Uh, let's do this. Uh, we'll take a quick break, but uh, we are broadcasting live. Speaking of the world of golf, we are broadcasting live at Turtleback Golf Course. We're in Rice Lake, Wisconsin, and uh, just enjoying ourselves. I know it's a little little drizzly outside. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm kind of looking out the window. Yeah, it's barely drizzling. You can barely Cameras can barely pick it up. And everybody that came screaming in and parking their carts under the deck earlier uh, are either back out on the golf course or upstairs imbibing, one of the two. (laughs) But uh, golfers are playing as we speak. As a matter of fact, there's a few of them cruising past 
uh, the outside window right here right now. So, uh, And thanks to everybody watching over on the Bud Light live stream also. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. It keeps the heat out in the summer, the cold out in the winter. It adds value to your home. Different finishes, different hardware, different innovations. There is no reason you can't go to Pella for a window, can't go to Pella for a bay window, can't go to Pella windows and doors for a sliding patio door or one of those entry door systems. They've got all kinds of different specials on all of those. They have different money off, different financing, different things to fit your budget. Check out our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com or call them 855-PellaWI. That is 855-PELLA-WI. Got to say thanks to our friends at Link Ford RV. Also, Todd's Ready Mix. They bring us the, this broadcast and bring us here and pay for us to be here and hang out with you and hang out in Rice Lake. Thanks to both of them. They've been great sponsors of the programs. And if uh, there's something that I need to do to go over to Todd's Ready Mix and either sign my name in some cement or build myself uh, a lawn ornament, I'll do it. Just used, just to use Todd's Ready Mix. Good stuff. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Glad to have you. Bill Michael Show continues on. <laughs> I made the comment about Todd's Ready Mix before. Uh, big sponsor of the program up here in Rice Lake uh, locally and on our fine affiliate up here. And uh, they said they can make you up uh, some some concrete boots if you'd like. Very, that, very Italian-esque of you. Thank you very much. If you're going to throw me into the uh, into the deep waters, make it right here at the golf course. At least, you know, you, you feel good about where your final resting place is. <laughs> I like it. I like it. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Eight six seven sixteen seventy, and uh, appreciate you hanging out with us. Thanks so much, uh, as always. So um, we were talking Brewers uh, baseball a little uh, before we went to Gary D'Amato. We were talking about that live golf tournament and and what's going on there. Coming up, uh, some of the guys, Eddie Lee Ivory, I just saw walking around. Lynn Dickey, I think what they're doing is they're going to play an afternoon round of golf. They're getting the golf clubs out because the rain has pretty much subsided now. And uh, so we might be joined by one or more uh, of the guys as uh, more and more of the, uh, the celebs, so to speak, make their way into town and over to the golf course to play the golf course today. Because any time uh, these guys can get out and play some free golf, <laughs> believe me, they're going to do it. So uh, we may be joined uh, at the table here, down here in the 19th hole coming up here in just a little bit. Stay tuned for that. Uh, this is from uh, talking Brewers baseball earlier. Brett says, why are we protecting the farm system so much? No regular everyday players come from it. If we have a Yount, Molitor, Thomas type, they need to be brought up. Um, you don't have that. Let's be honest, but you protect the farm system because that's the lifeblood of your team. I mean, think about what has come up through the farm system recently in, in the world of pitching. You know, when you start to really look at this, this this ball club, you know, you, you you don't know what you have until you have it. And when you start to talk about the Brewers themselves, and, you know, I, and I get it. Look, Christian Yelich was a trade. Adamas was a trade. Rowdy Telez was a trade. Um, you know, nobody – well, the only guy – Tyrone Taylor is the only guy that was drafted by Milwaukee. And that goes back to 2012. 
Keston Hero was a draft choice. Those are the only two positional players that currently come up through the system that were drafted by the Milwaukee Brewers. However, Corbin Burns, Aaron Ashby, those guys, um, Freddie Peralta, all drafted. Devin Williams, drafted by the Brewers. All of those guys. You, uh, Brent Suter, drafted by the Brewers. You, we haven't seen this many pitchers that have been solid for the Brewers, that have been drafted by the Brewers, developed by the Brewers, come up through the system via the Brewers in a long time. In a long time. So, I, I you know, I'm not real big on just tossing guys to toss guys. I agree with you that when you have the word potential attached to your name consistently, you're not good until you shake potential, until you get good. So it is based upon all of that, but um, I don't think you wrap your arms around it and hang on to it real tight. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. You want to hit us up? Please feel free. Another hour yet to go. Broadcasting live, Turtleback Golf Course here in Rice Lake. Stay tuned. More, more of the Bill Michael Show next. The Bill Michael Show podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.